Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Not a Fitness Pro. I am your host, Michael Suh, and I am not a fitness pro. For this episode, I want to discuss supplements and what I take, what I have taken in the past, things that I like, things that I don't like, um, things that I know don't work. But before I continue, let me just say that I am not a doctor, I am not a nutritionist or a dietitian, I am not a supplement expert. Um, Everything that I say here on out is my opinion based on my experiences with supplements. Now, just because the protein powders that I use that I'm going to talk about in a little bit, uh, just because I use them doesn't necessarily mean that's the best product. Uh, It's the only product that works. There are tons of different brands, tons of different flavors and types of protein out there that will cater, that can cater to your specific diet plan. So for example, if you are a plant-based diet, uh, on a plant-based diet, then there is an organic plant-based protein powder. I tried it. I'm not a big fan of it. I don't like uh, the plant. I didn't like it. I didn't like the flavor. I didn't like the taste, the texture of it. I'm more of a whey isolate protein powder uh, drinker myself or user myself. Uh, But again, that doesn't mean just because I don't like the plant-based protein doesn't mean that it doesn't work or it's a bad product. It's just not the product for me. And there's people out there that will argue and say it's complete opposite, which is fine. If it works for you, it works for you. Um, More power to you. I, I think that everybody obviously is built differently. So different things will have a different impact and effect on the, your body compared to the person next to you. But with that being said, let me just say that you have to do your own homework when it comes to this kind of stuff. Remember, th- you're putting this stuff into your body, so you should know what's going into your body. Just like when you eat food and you're trying to eat healthy, you want to know what kind of macros it has, what kind of micronutrients it has, um, certain processed foods too that you might like. You kind of know, at, at, at certain points, you kind of know what you're putting into your body. Well, the same thing kind of applies to protein powders and any other supplements for that matter. You need to know what you're putting into your body. All this stuff is not FDA approved, okay, like certain foods on the, in the grocery stores and the supermarkets are. So what I did was I tried out different types of protein. Like I said, I tried the organic plant-based protein. wasn't a fan. Um, I have tried casein protein. I just started using that recently. And I do like that, uh, but I usually, for the most part, my daily protein shake is made up of whey isolate protein. And the brand that I use is Optimum Nutrition. I use the gold standard whey isolate protein. I like the double chocolate rich flavor. Other flavors I like are vanilla is okay, cookies and cream. Uh, not a big fan of the salted caramel or the strawberries and cream. I just didn't like those. Uh, but what I do is with the chocolate protein powder, Um, When I put it in the blender with almond milk, I use almond milk instead of water, I throw in a couple of frozen uh, strawberries, and that kind of adds a little more flavor to it, a little bit more sweetness to it, which is is pretty enjoyable. But So if you haven't tried that yet, you're brand new to the game, uh, try adding some frozen fruit, maybe a fresh banana. Um, I also, if I'm looking to add more calories into it, I put in a couple teaspoons or tablespoons of uh, peanut butter. Uh, that adds, you know, you're eating, drinking like a Reese's peanut butter cup sometimes. So that's actually pretty good. It tastes really good. Um, I use two scoops, which is, comes out to about 45 to 50 grams of protein. Some people use one. Some people will have a few protein shakes throughout the day. It all depends on what your lifestyle is like, how many calories you're burning, if you're trying to maintain, gain weight or lose weight. But it does help because 
it gives you the extra grams of protein that you might need. So for example, I try to get all my protein through natural foods, of course, uh, eggs, chicken breast, fish, meat, um, things like that. But it's hard to eat that much food and get all that protein in, for me at least. So I use protein powder and, and make a protein shake so that I can get those extra 40 to 50 grams of protein in me. But again, I don't replace any meals with my protein shake. Regardless if I'm cutting or, or bulking, I definitely do not replace my meals with a protein shake because uh, I'd rather eat the whole foods and then have the protein shake afterwards than skip the whole food and then just have the protein shake. Now, protein powders and, and the way they're used have become so versatile over the last years, I guess. Um, you see a lot more recipes for protein pancakes, uh, protein cookies, oat protein cookies, oatmeal with protein, which I started doing. Um, I actually started putting casein protein into my pro oats, a, a scoop of it into my oatmeal and making it pro oats. So uh, what I do is I'll cook my oatmeal regular, add the frozen blueberries in at the end, and then I'll add a scoop of the casein protein. I had the vanilla flavor. Uh, I'm going to look for the unflavored one next time. But adding the vanilla flavor to um, blueberry oatmeal uh, wasn't too bad. Um, still edible. I still enjoyed it. But uh, the, the idea of expanding recipes and including protein powders into new everyday recipes uh, is pretty cool. Because you don't have to necessarily drink it in shake form anymore. You can have it, you know, eating a cookie might seem like you're eating a cookie, but you're getting a good amount of protein in depending on how many servings you have. So people have become more creative with um, using protein powders, not just necessarily in the shake form, but in food form as well. Now, the other supplement that I take that is probably the most studied and researched supplement out there today is creatine. Uh, people... I, I love creatine, and some people might not take it. Some people actually think that it's like some sort of steroids. Uh, for the record, let me just say that I have never taken steroids or performance-enhancing drugs in my life. I don't really intend to. It's not my thing. Um, I have no rush in getting or, or gaining size, so I'm not looking to compete in anything. I'm not looking into becoming a professional bodybuilder or... Uh, physique model or anything like that. So I don't really need it, nor do I desire to try it. Uh, so I'm trying to get big and swole through just eating natural foods and having my protein powders and creatine. And it seems to work. Uh, obviously, I have changed. My body has changed over the years. So um, what I'm doing, I think, works for me. Some people don't take creatine and they're absolutely jacked. So it's not a requirement, but uh, for certain people like myself, it does help. Now, I use five grams of creatine every day. I actually mix it in with my chocolate milk as my post-workout uh, meal or drink, I should say, instead of a protein shake. So I get a good amount of carbs and protein from the chocolate milk, and then I add the creatine in. I buy the unflavored kind. Um, what I used to do in the past was I used to put a, a five grams of a scoop in with my Gatorade or just plain water and shake that up and, and drink that. But I found it easier just to put a, a scoop in my chocolate milk, mix that up a little bit, and then uh, just drink that up. But I'm a big believer in creatine. I think it really does work. Um, you don't need to go higher than five grams. Uh, it's one of those where 
you might think, okay, well, five grams works well, then 10 grams is going to be double, and I'm going to get uh, bigger and stronger in double the time. And that's not how it works. Um, your body can only kind of take in so much of creatine. And your body also kind of produces natural creatine on its own. And if you eat red meat, you get some creatine from that as well. So uh, it's one of those supplements where you don't want to overdo it. You want to take the recommended dosage, five grams or less. Uh, they come in pill form. They come in um, uh, powder form, of course. I like the creatine monohydrate. Uh, there are some creatines out there that they suggest doing a loading phase. I don't like that. I like to buy the ones that don't require that. So, um, again, it's I don't have to get that detailed and that specific with my creatine in terms of how I take it and how I uh, use it. But I will say that, uh, again, it does work. Uh, it's, I would recommend it to the person who is going to the gym every day, trying to build muscle and gain strength. Um, like I said, if, if it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. I know people that are absolutely shredded that don't use creatine and don't use any other performance enhancing drugs. I think that the only thing that they drink is a pre-workout and a protein shake. Now, speaking of pre-workout, I have never taken it. I've never used it. I don't really have a strong desire to use it. Uh, it's pretty much, you know, very caffeine dense and I'm not a big caffeine person and you're going to find this pretty crazy, but I haven't had a hot cup of coffee in probably over 20 years. Uh, it's just not my thing. I remember when I first got my job, an office job after college and I started drinking coffee just for the social reason. Everybody was hanging out in the break room in the beginning of the morning and at lunchtime and then throughout the afternoon. So I just wanted to be social, make friends and kind of fit in. So I just forced myself to drink coffee and I really didn't like it. I didn't like the way I felt. I was very jittery. It was just, I don't think my body can handle that much caffeine uh, at one time. So after I quit my job, after about a year, I just really stopped drinking coffee and um, had iced coffee here and there, but I, not in the consistent, in, in terms of consistency, I switched over to hot green tea. Uh, I, I feel that the caffeine levels in the green tea is the right amount for me. I don't get jittery, but it do, I do feel somewhat of a boost in the morning. I always have a hot green tea with my breakfast uh, and about an hour before I go to the gym. So I feel better with the hot green tea caffeine level than I do with the coffee or any kind of um, other, uh, I guess, like pre-workout or anything like that. I am not an energy drink person at all. I tried that in the past, and I absolutely hated that as well. Like those monsters and, and Red Bulls. Uh, some people drink it like water. I don't. It, again, it just makes me so on edge and actually gives me some sort of anxiety at times just because I just get, I don't feel comfortable. So uh, if, if you don't really need those to work out, uh, in my opinion, I think that if you just eat regular foods and if you want a protein shake before your workout as a pre-workout, go for it. But the pre-workout that contains all that caffeine, for me, it's not, it's not a thing for me. So, um, but try it. And uh, I know the big thing now is dry scooping pre-workout, which uh, dry scooping anything to me seems a little absurd. Uh, it doesn't take much effort to put it into a uh, your shaker or your cup and, and stir it or shake it up and, and drink it that way really quick right before you head into the gym. Uh, I remember back when I was a kid, there was a thing called Tang. I'm not sure if it's still around or not. I haven't had it in so long, but um, it's the orange drink. The, pretty much it's orange sugar that you mix with water. And you uh, and then you drink it like a high C orange drink, and 
I remember there was a, like a dare amongst my friends, like, yeah, we should just try to, you know, dry scoop it. We didn't know what dry scooping was at the time, but just put it, take a spoonful of it from the t- tin can and put it in your mouth and see if you can swallow it. Now, it's pretty much putting sand in your mouth. And I remember trying it as a dare, and I immediately, like, coughed all of it out. And you see, a, like, an orange halo or a puff of orange cloud smoke around me. And it just it wasn't my thing. I didn't like the dry scooping back then, and I'm sure I'm not going to like it now. Uh, but again, if it works, it works. Uh, some people swear by the pre-workout. Some people need the pre-workout. Uh, for me, it's not necessary. Um, so that's where I stand with that. Now let's talk about things that I've tried that I absolutely hated and I will never, ever, ever try again. Uh, one is Masticator. I tried that when I was a lot younger, I, when I didn't know anything about dieting or nutrition, didn't know anything about exercising properly. Uh, all The only reason why I took it was because I saw a, an ad on the magazine, in a mus- like a men's fitness or a muscle, muscle magazine, and I see the likes of Jay Cutler or Ronnie Coleman endorsing their product and saying that if you want to get big like me, you have to uh, take this uh, mass gainer and these protein powders and all these other supplements. And so that's why I did it. I wanted to be big. And I had no idea, you know, in order to get big, you have to eat a lot. I had no idea about that. I actually didn't really know that until about three, four years ago when I really started studying uh, dieting and nutrition when it comes to fitness. So uh, I bought that. I tried it. And obviously, I was not consistent with my workout, so I couldn't tell you if it worked or not. But looking back on it now and then seeing what and reading the nutritional facts on it now when I walk into GNC, uh, I believe it's like 800 to 1,000 calories per serving, which is, to me, absurd. Uh, that is a lot for one protein shake. And if you want to gain weight, all those, all those guys that are bodybuilders that are looking to gain weight, you see them eat real foods, you know, six, seven, sometimes 10 times a day. And it's, it's obscene, the amount of food that they eat. It's ridiculous. But they don't rely on mass gainers to get the food because they know that they need to get all the proper nutrients and macros uh, in through natural foods and instead of through uh, shakes, mass gainer shakes. So uh, I'm not looking to get a quick 1,000 calories in uh, just like that. I don't need to even when I'm trying to bulk up a little bit. Uh, I don't want to do that. I'd rather eat real foods to get my calories in as opposed to drinking mass gainers. The other thing that I have a problem with, the other supplement that I have a problem with, and I I am a big advocate of not using, is fat burners, fat burning pills. Uh, I tried these, so I can speak from experience. That I don't think they work. I'm pretty sure they don't work. Uh, They don't make you feel good. I remember I bought it. I was looking into trying to get in shape probably like seven, eight years ago, and I thought, okay, hydroxy cut you see commercials for it you see all these people that are super lean and i kind of fell for that gimmick i fell for their marketing ploy and so i bought it and they're expensive they're not cheap and they're expensive so i i went out and got it and i tried it and you know it's obviously an appetite suppressant but it just didn't make me feel good um it was kind of like it was worse than a, a feeling that i get if i drank a hot cup of coffee i i i felt beyond jittery I my mind was cloudy. I wasn't able to really focus, uh, and I wasn't eating. 
and I love food and I love to eat. People that know me can tell you that I just love to eat all kinds of food. And not being able to eat kind of messed with my mental a little bit too. And But I wasn't necessarily hungry. So it was kind of doing its job. But again, like I mentioned before, you lose weight because you're in a caloric deficit. So if you take something, anything, not just hydroxycut, but there's another pill out there that's an appetite suppressant, you're going to uh, naturally lose weight because you're not eating. And it has nothing to do with the pills, I promise you. It has nothing to do with the pills. It has nothing to do with uh, you know, the, the stuff that is released through those pills once you ingest it. It is strictly there so that you don't eat. And I've said this, I believe, in my first ever episode of my podcast, that the starvation diet is the worst way to lose weight. It is the most unhealthy way to lose weight. And I tried that hydroxycut fat burner for about, not even a week, four or five days. And I hated it. I threw it in the garbage right away. And I just took it as the money I spent was at, on that was just an education of what I know now, which is stay the hell away from those kind of things. If you want to get lean, you just have to be in a caloric deficit. If you want to gain weight, be in a caloric surplus. But there are no shortcuts. Just like when it comes to protein, when it comes to mass gaining, when it comes to uh, any kind of other supplement that you might buy or that you might see as, as an advertisement saying that this is going to make you burn fat faster. and this, It's not the case. It's not the case. First of all, you can't spot reduce fat, obviously. So if you have a gut and you think that you're going to lose weight, there's no way you're going to take you're going to lose the uh, the the fat in your gut first uh, compared to the rest of your body. It just doesn't work that way, right? Your fat is just being lost if you're in a caloric deficit, just being lost naturally all over your body. So don't look for shortcuts. Don't look to to get ahead of everybody else. You want to do this. This is a long game. Okay, and, and yes, you will lose weight if you take those pills. Again, you won't feel great in my opinion, but you will lose weight. But ask yourself this, is it sustainable? Is it something that you can see yourself taking these hydroxy-cut pills forever so that you can either keep losing weight depending on where you're starting from or maintain it because you don't want to gain weight anymore and you feel that you, know, you have to rely on these pills? It's not good for you. If you look at the ingredients list, I mean, I don't know if you can even name an ingredient on there that you're familiar with. And again, you have to be cautious when it comes to specifically and especially when it comes to these kind of things. Be cautious of what you put into your body because everybody's body is going to react differently to different supplements. So please be careful when you're dealing with that kind of stuff. This is one of those things where you should definitely do your homework on and and figure out what's the best way. And I think once you do the research and once you listen to other people's testimonials and and uh watch the videos on it on YouTube, you're going to come to the realization that this is not the best way to lose weight. You want to do it the in a healthy way, a sustainable way, and a way that is not going to mess up your insides with these harmful, toxic chemicals that you're ingesting into your body willingly. Now, the last type of supplement I want to talk, talk about is um, the, like the Nature Valley pills. Uh, that's a brand you'll see again in CVS, in uh, Rite Aid, in pharmacy stores, supermarkets. You'll see usually a huge section of all these pills, all vitamin 
pills. Like every letter in the alphabet, vitamin C, vitamin D, uh, all of them are on there. Zinc, you have fish oil, of course, uh, you have magnesium, you have taro root. I mean, there's so many kinds. And if you look at the label, the way I see it is they make an argument on why you should buy this and take this every single day because it, it supports uh, muscle, den- muscle growth. It supports bone density. It supports immune system, uh, prevents hair loss, uh, is good for the liver, good for the heart, good for your eye function, whatever, a- anything. They make an argument that you have to take all these pills in order to stay healthy. And obviously that's not the case. No one's going to take 50 pills every single day if they don't have to. Uh, my suggestion to you, again, is to get all these kind of vitamins through natural foods. Eat your vegetables if you want those micros. Uh, eat fish if you want the fish oil. I've taken fish oil. It never really had an 